I'm Dean Jackson. He's Joe Polish. And this is the I Love Marketing Podcast. episode, you'll discover how to generate relevant and consistent leads with Genius Network member Nick Kuzmich. Nick helps clients generate more leads and sales with paid Facebook traffic using his framework of contextual congruence, recorded live from the Genius Network event. If you would like access to the full feature video presentation, the show notes, and the special resources for this episode, please visit ilovemarketing.com forward slash 296. That's ilovemarketing.com forward slash 296. Hello, this is Joe Polish, founder of Genius Network. We're at the Genius Network headquarters. I'm here with Nick Kuzmich, and he gave a presentation today that I'm going to show you. It's a 10-minute talk, and we do 10-minute talks here that are worth at least $250,000 or more to people's businesses, and people invest $25,000 a year to be part of this group. So we're dealing with very high-level people. However, what Nick shared I thought was so valuable that we wanted to share it with you uh, for a couple of reasons. Now, obviously, uh, you've heard of Facebook. And Nick, his company, you specialize in Facebook marketing, Facebook advertising, and really teaching people how to best use social media to connect and engage with people and right. lead them into causes, companies, products, services, things along those lines. Now, my company uses Nick. Uh, he's done a great job for me and many of the people that are part of Genius Network. And most people get used by social media, they don't use it, meaning they spend a lot of time on it. Uh, but for entrepreneurs or companies that really need to engage and need to, you know, introduce people to what it is they do, sell products and services, you can spend your time just kind of observing and chatting and looking and reading and watching, or you can use Facebook as a tool, as a strategy to help build and grow a mission, a message, a cause, a business. And so you do that. So for people that have never advertised on Facebook. Let's just, the most simplest aspect of advertising, what is a Facebook ad? Yeah, so a Facebook ad is literally having the ability to pay for Facebook to take your message and put it in front of a select group of people of your choosing. So okay. if you chose men or women or between certain age groups or people who follow certain people or influencers or almost anything under the sun, if you know who you're trying to reach, a Facebook ad is having that ability to take that message and put it in front of your ideal target prospect. Wonderful. And so what do people need to know in order to actually pay for advertising on Facebook? How do they go about doing that? Yeah, well, like any other advertising platform, in short, you are paying per impression. So every mm -hmm. time this message gets seen by somebody, you're, by a thousand times essentially, or a pay per uh, thousand impressions, you are paying pennies on the dollar compared to any other traditional forms of media. So like a two-page spread on Success Magazine, for example, is anywhere between $18,000 and $20,000 for a run of a million people. Um, with Facebook ads, you could show that message to people who follow Success Magazine or maybe Darren Hardy, and you could show it to a million people for probably a few hundred bucks. Um, so you literally have this capability to show a powerful message in front of a targeted group of people for literally pennies on the dollar. Gotcha. Okay, so great. So what we're going to do is uh, just show you Nick's presentation. I think you're going to learn a lot. And then when it's done, uh, me and Nick will be standing right here waiting for you. So enjoy. You may have heard at some point somewhere something that says... If you're not spending $1,000 a day 
on Facebook ads, you have not entered the modern era of marketing. Period. <laughs> thanks, thanks to Brendan, this has generated ridiculous amounts of revenue for our business because of this one statement here. But the question is not, you know, if you're doing it, it's if you are doing it, what and how are you advertising? Because I believe Facebook advertising, to do it successfully, now anyone can do it, but to do it successfully, you need to operate by implementing four M's. How many M's? Four. M number one is your message. And this is where you realize that what you say is actually less important than how you say it. M number two, your market. And this is where you realize that who they are is actually less important than who you are to them. M number three is magnet, understanding that you can either be the one chasing your client or you can have your client chasing you. And I would argue that it's probably to be better the flame, not the moth. Do you agree? And lastly, mechanism, where you realize that the greatest entrepreneurs don't do marketing. They have systems that do the marketing for them. And so by the end of this, you're going to realize how to generate more leads consistently and reliably using Facebook without being a douche face and how to do that on demand. Now here's an example of a campaign that we just ran utilizing the 4Ms and the kind of results that you can get. Now you can see that this was just last month and it was a 27 day campaign. In total, we generated 470,137 leads and generated just over $3.2 million in revenue in that time period. So what we're gonna talk about today is the third M, the magnet specifically what you offer the marketplace in exchange for a name and an email address. And to do this, we're gonna look at two things. We're gonna look at sexually, sexual encounters with strangers and Brussels sprouts. Because why not put both of those in the same sentence? Hi, my name is Nick, and would you like to have sex tonight? Don't answer, there's no right answer, and there's no way you can go with that. Now, as absurd and as kind of interruptive as that might seem, this is what entrepreneurs do every single day on Facebook when they're advertising their business. It goes something like this. Hey, I don't really know you yet, and I don't even know if you want what I have, but take a look at it and buy my shit. And this happens over and over and over. In fact, has anyone ever experienced this before? Advertisements that are irrelevant to you. Now, here's the problem with that. It violates the two golden rules about marketing online. Rule number one, you must give before you take, ask, receive. And rule number two, every step of your marketing process should be valuable even of itself, despite the fact if someone transacts with you or not. So to generate more relevant leads, consistent and reliably, on demand without being a douche face, it comes down to step number one, give something of value to your ideal prospect. And this begins the conversation with them. This begins the relationship with them. Because the more you sell on social, the more you pay for leads, the less return you get on investment, and the worse your reputation will actually be, which takes us then to point two. When I was just a little kid, my parents tried to feed me Brussels sprouts under the guise that it is healthy for you. 
Now, they told me, Nick, we know better. We're your parents. This is just what you need to eat to get strong, like Popeye. I'm like, Popeye had spinach. He said, no, 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 Brussels sprouts is the way you need to go. There was one problem about that. I did not want, nor did I like, Brussels sprouts. So no matter how much they tried to coax me into it, I was not interested. And the same is true in our space. There's a lot of people giving people things that they don't want. For example, how many of you in here have ever downloaded and read an ebook? So you downloaded it and you actually read it. How many people have written an ebook in here? And how many people have read their own ebook? Okay, so not as many hands as went up as those who wrote them. See, here's the thing. I, I've come up with this concept that I call the desirability matrix. And when you're considering what is the offer that I could go put out into my marketplace in exchange for a name and an email, again, the magnet, what can I offer them? And we have this little matrix here, high desire on the top, low desire on the bottom, easy to consume on the right, hard to consume on the left. And I would put ebook in this category right here. It's easy to consume, yes, but it's low desire. This day and age, nobody wants to, to read an ebook. Nobody has the time to read an ebook. Do you agree? So then if we're kind of moving on to the bottom left there, hard to consume and low desire, this would be something like a sales call. I see people trying to sell sales calls on the internet using Facebook ads and say, hey, why don't you just come on this call with me? And they're thinking, well, hard to consume because I got to get on a phone with you and I don't want it because I know you're going to sell me something. If we move up in the matrix, this is where we might find something like a webinar or a four-part video series. Is there high desire? Yes, people want this in the marketplace. But is it hard to consume? Yes. Why? Because it's asking someone for 90 minutes of their time, four days out, away from their family, away from everything else, to consume this content. So then, if we move to the top right, what is the highest desire, easy to consume? I'm going to write it this way, a PDF download. You could call that a cheat sheet, a resource guide, a work list, uh, uh, anything. If I was Paul Kong and I wanted to put out a, a, a PDF download, it could be the top seven tools you need to start your next podcast. Something that's easy, that's valuable, that you can download right away and implement right away to get a desired result. Now, we're going to call the PDF download a snap because someone can download it and implement it in a snap. We'll call the webinar or the four-part video series The Gap, the sales call a trap, and the ebook. <laughs> so here's the point. Always offer something that is a snap so that you can hopefully get them to the trap. But if they don't get the trap, then fill it with the gap and always, at all costs, avoid the what? Now, you might be thinking, well, what's the problem with offering an ebook? I still got the lead. Here's the problem. Because if you actually give someone an ebook and they do not read it or consume it, even if you got the lead, you are actually training your prospect to say, every time I give you something, it's not important that you read it or consume it or take action on it. Does that make sense? And so it's my belief that one of the main reasons why people don't transact with us has very little to do with their trust in us. It has more to do with their trust in themselves to take the actions they need in order to get the desired result. So if we could give them something in a snap, then essentially what they're going to walk away with is some result. So then how do we do this? I say that every magnet should be sage. What's the word? Sage. sage. S stands for short. I have this little note beside that my computer that reminds me and it says this, Nick, you are already out of time. 
we have literally microseconds to capture someone's attention and get them engaged with us. So if that's the case, what are we going to offer them? Offer them something that can be consumed within four to seven minutes. And your first exposure with somebody, if it's a blog post, if it's an audio, if it's a video, four to seven minutes consumption time. Next, applicable or actionable. You know, uh, I, I, it's the difference between information and insight. Information today is abundant. It's a commodity. Nobody needs more information. What they need is what to do with that information in order to get a desired result. Look, I don't know who the 22nd president of the United States is, but who is the 22nd president of the United States? Cleveland was the 22nd president of the United States. So at this day and age, information is abundant. We need to give someone something that can be actionable that they can apply right away. G stands for goal-oriented. I want you to see a spectrum here. I want you to see your ideal prospect right over here, where they are today, and where they want to be right over here. Now, a lot of people try to fill that gap just like this. It's too hard, too fast. They can't understand it. So your goal in your magnet, in your snappy magnet, is how do I get someone from point A, not to point Z, but to point B? How can I get them one step closer? Because remember, if they make progress, they will now associate that progress with you. And the next logical question is, if you took me that far, then what's next? Well, let me introduce you to so-and-so. And lastly, it needs to be easy. There's this like illusion in the world today that the more complicated you can make something, the smarter you come across. And the reality is in the internet, that is not true anymore. Easy is the way to go if you want someone to feel more confident about taking action. So if it's short and it's applicable, you build momentum. If it's applicable and easy, you make progress. If it's easy and goal-oriented, you develop confidence. And if it's goal-oriented and short, they get excitement. One last sample, and then we'll close. There was a gentleman, former Genius Network member, who had written a book teaching uh, HR people how to do interviews to hire the best talent. And he'd written this entire ebook. And I said, brother, did you even read your ebook? And he said, no. I said, how do you expect anyone else to? I said, if you only had 90 seconds with me and I was an actual uh, a hiring agent at a company, what is the one chapter you could pull out of that ebook and give to me to get me the greatest results, to move the needle the most? And he said, it would be the chapter on all the questions I would ask during an interview. I said, great. How many questions are there? He said, 100. Whoa. Not a snap, too much. Can you tell me the top five questions ever, every interviewer should ask an interviewee in order to get a great hire? He said, absolutely. And just like that, a magnet was born. When we ran this campaign, he used to get $9 leads. And from his initial launch, it was approximately $200,000 in revenue. By changing it and giving him a snappy magnet, what happened? We brought his lead cost down to about $3, so 9 to 3. And this campaign ended up doing $1.4 million forum. So what's the takeaway? How do you easily generate relevant and consistent leads on demand without being a douche face? Number one, don't offer sex to strangers. Two, always add bacon to your Brussels sprouts. <laughs> or more specifically, give before you take and provide value by giving them something snappy, and that is sage. Thank you. All right, I'm back with you, Nick. That was a great presentation that you gave. Thank so you. for people that would like to work with your company, what do they do? How do they do it? Well, I mean, I think the easiest thing to do is reach out to us, nicholaskuzmich.com. 
I'll spell it out because it's not a brandable name, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-K-U-S-M-I-C-H.com. Everything is through application or referral, so obviously spend some time talking to you, seeing if we have a good fit, see if we can help, and if we can, uh, we'll rock and roll with you. Awesome. So yeah, we utilize Nick's company, and they've done great work for me, so go ahead and and, uh, start doing it and see if you can build and grow your business. And so thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to this episode of ilovemarketing.com. If you'd like to learn more about the Genius Network annual event, go to geniusnetworkevents.com. That's geniusnetworkevents.com. If you would like access to the full feature video presentation, the show notes, and the special resources for this episode, please visit ilovemarketing.com forward slash 296. That's ilovemarketing.com forward slash 296.